Colleagues Mark and Amelia were at the 2019 conference and were lucky enough to speak to members there. Their discussions opened with Mary Heritage, Chair of the Board, followed by a chat with Amit Kulkarni, Research and Development Manager at RCSLT. We also hear from many other members at conference talking about their experiences of conference and giving their reflections. Let's do this. Right, so what are you looking forward to at conference today? I'm looking forward to hearing some fantastic presentations, seeing the posters, visiting the stalls. But most of all, it's networking, isn't it? Bumping into people that you work with, bumping into people you haven't seen for years. So what are you looking forward to at conference today? So yes, I'm, in, I'm so looking forward to everything today. I think the, the keynote coming up from Annette, and she's going to talk about what we can learn in speech and language therapy from implementation science and improvement, I think would be fantastic. We're going to some great parallel sessions about how to start your own research project, how to develop an improvement project. We're going to hear at the end of the day all about kind of national policy in relation to improvement. It's going to be a good day. Now, what is your best tip for accessing CPD? Well, as someone who is a therapist and is now working at the RCSLT, I would say there's so many resources that the RCSLT have that people don't always use to the full. So I think it's just explore them and use them, whether it be through the website, through joining a network, looking in bulletin, uh, signing up to Twitter feeds. I think it can land on your doorstep even. So I think just... Uh, Looking out for them is the main, is the main thing. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Uh, could you just tell me your name and your job and the population that you work with? Yeah, so I'm Charlotte Lawrence. I'm a specialist speech therapist and I work in um, Walton Centre, which is a specialist neuroscience hospital in Liverpool. So I work with adults who are with acquired brain injuries. And at the moment, I work in a split post between hyperacute rehab and community specialist rehab. Okay. So you have a poster at conference. Yes, yeah, so my poster is called the Chatterbox Project and it's all about supporting patients with acquired communication difficulties to interact with their children um, because a lot of the um, adults that I work with, they're of working age, they're young, they've got children and we wanted to try and think of a way to be able to support the children to be able to understand more about communication difficulties and for them to be more involved in their parents' or their grandparents' rehab. So, Great. Yeah. So... Uh, what are you looking forward to slash what have you enjoyed so far at conference? So I went to a workshop earlier that was all about developing an idea that you have and kind of refining it into becoming more of like a research project or something and that was really inspiring because it's something like the with my poster it's kind of in the infancy stage of thinking about research and so that was really really helpful going to that to kind of give me an idea of where, where I need to go next. Yeah. And uh, what do you have? Are you coming back tomorrow? Yeah, I'll be here yeah. tomorrow as well. Okay. So, so, what are you looking forward to tomorrow? There's a lot of talks on um, the developments in adults um, acquire communication difficulties. So, there's going to be a lot of um, talks around the research around developments in kind of adult acquired difficulties. So, I'll be going to that. So, interesting. Right. Any more questions from you, Mark? I think that's me. That's me done. 
No, we're all good. Amazing. Thank, Thank you. So you. Much. Thank you. <laughs>
it's actually what I did. I just like went through everyone as like follow, follow, follow. Cause I just, I need more of this in my life. Great. Well, is there anything else you'd like to ask, Mark? I don't think so, no. That was magnificent. Oh, yeah, thank you. you. You've literally been <laughs> so the best much. one so far. Yeah, by thank far. You. <laughs> um, Ready? All right, we're going. We're going. We're live. All right. Um, so tell me a bit about yourself, your name, your job, what you do. So I'm Lynn Button. Um, I'm a clinical specialist speech and language therapist. I work with adult clients and I work in the independent sector. For, I am a college learning champion and that is part of my purpose for being here at conference and for the fact that I'm really looking forward to conference as well. Um, I'm also an RCSLT leadership mentor. I also sit on the board of Tip, so I've got several different heads and several reasons for being here in the last couple of days. Amazing. So, uh, what have you learned so far? There's been some really excellent sessions focusing on realistic quality improvement and implementation science. There's been a shared vision and a shared values and a real push for a team culture. That's what I'm really taking away from it so far. Great. Is there anything that surprised you? The stark reality that research, on average, takes 17 years from development of new evidence and proof to putting it into practice. That although I've worked for a long time, just hearing that number and thinking that through, and that's really, that has really surprised me. So um, why are you a learning champion? So I decided to be a learning champion because I want to support evidence-based practice. So I feel very passionate about it. Um, I've been a clinical and professional supervisor for many years. And so obviously evidence-based practice and quality improvement are at the heart of what I do. And, and I want to um, help speech and language therapists on their career path and encourage them to consider their career path and where they're going and how they're going to develop this with their evidence-based practice. And what is your best tip for accessing CPD? Well, without sounding like this is rehearsed, <laughs> using the fabulous resources on the RCSLT website, the resources the college has to offer are excellent. Attending as many SENS are appropriate for your own clinical specialism, the SENS are brilliant. And self-directed learning, taking ownership for it and getting out there and learning for yourself. And uh, what is the best piece of advice you've received? So uh, yesterday in one of the keynote speaker talks, the first keynote speaker talk, she discussed being um, a personal trainer for quality improvement. So by that she meant not just telling people how to do it, but actually taking the hand, being the trainer and going through the entire process with your team or with your group that you're working with. Not just the theory, but actually helping them to put into practice. And that's my take home message so far. Now, is there anything else you'd like to say? Anything to add? I think it's been an excellent conference so far. I'm really looking forward to day two. It's really dynamic, very busy, and a really good feel to it. So, tell me about yourself. Hi, um, my name's Katie. I'm the research officer at the Royal College of Speech and Language Therapists. I'm also a qualified speech and language therapist. And Katie, what are you looking forward to about the conference? I'm really looking forward to some of the keynote speak speakers. We've got some really um, exciting and in a 
innovative speakers um, and I think that there is a really important topic for speech language therapists at the moment quality improvement and implementation science so looking forward to hearing more about that Hi, I'm Morag Dorward and I'm looking forward to the conference. It's first thing in the morning and I think what I'm looking forward to is everything in the whole programme but in particular um, I'm involved in a parallel session this afternoon about co-production and that's something that's really close to my heart and I think in the children's strategy work we're going to be doing some stuff on co-production as well so I'm really interested and looking forward to hearing what the presenters this afternoon have to say about what they've been doing in, in relation to co-production. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, so name, job, kind of population you work with. Yeah, hello, my name's Ruth. Um, I work with children as a speech and language therapist in the East Midlands in a community service, so um, working in health clinics, schools and nurseries. And what, what are you looking forward to from the conference today? So I'm really looking forward to the early years service delivery strand, which I'm going to this morning. But also in the afternoon, I'm going to learn more about the communication access symbol and the project. Um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing kind of where that's up to and more about the project. Because it's, yeah, I really, I think it's a fantastic project. And it sounds really inspiring what's happening so far. Awesome. I'll be in that one, so I'll see you there. Yeah. Um, and what have you learned so far? What, what's kind of your, your biggest takeaway from the conference? So, from... The primary school age children part, um, I, there's a really interesting presentation about um, use of terminology and how that kind of varies across different places according to different factors and that was really interesting. Um, I think it's something to kind of talk about in, in my speech and language therapy team. And a workshop about resilience had some yeah, some really interesting um, ideas about developing resilience. Um, has anything surprised you about the conference? Anything you really weren't expecting from it? I was quite surprised when in the the questions and answers in the first day, um, they're talking about quality improvement, improvement science, and somebody talks about love and kind of a lot about coming up compassion. And I thought that it seems such a dry subject, but it was really nice that. There was something really human and caring about the way it was talked about as well. Um, and also, I was really surprised by how good the food was. <laughs> it was amazing. I was expecting like sandwiches. And it was a lovely meal. Food is usually good at these things. So, different tack ever so slightly, but why, what made you become a learning champion? I really, I'm really keen on lifelong learning, and I'm really happy that speech and language therapists have to constantly learn. So it's an opportunity to kind of access more learning opportunities, really, and kind of promote those to other people. Um, so, like, to be involved in um, looking at the, the RCSLT online training and to things like coming to an event like this and being able to then bring back um, notes and learning to my workplace and to the RCSLT sort of online resources about the conference. And what, have you got any kind of top tips for accessing CPD? I think 
one thing I find really useful is um, all the newsletters the RCSLT sends out. There's the research one, there's just a general one, and the one about um, policies. And I just find that's great to kind of see what's going on and in the sort of broader picture. And also it, it highlights what CPD opportunities there are, and there's so many, I think, through the RCSLT. But also um, going, to, going to things like SENS, uh, I think is fantastic. And especially when, when I was a student, I had more time to do that kind of thing. So I'd really encourage you to, um, students to, to go to SENS if they, as they might have more time to do that. Um, and they're really great ways to learn and meet people. Cool. And what's the best piece of advice you've received uh, with, with regard to like CPD and lifelong learning? I can't think of a best piece of advice, but um, I think from, from a piece of advice from the conference that I found really useful was in the workshop about resilience, they talked about for two weeks writing down or thinking about three things that have gone well and what you, how you've contributed towards them. Um, and I think it's, cause it's really easy to focus on what's not going well or what you could do better because we all want to kind of do our best possible care. But it's good to sort of realise how resilient we already are.